Go Tigers. <laughs> anyway, I'm Nathaniel Beauchene. <laughs> I'm Alex Salou. I'm Nate Sikowskis, and welcome back to the Fucking Brothers Podcast. And we are brought to you by local sports, but most importantly, the Dr. Dabber, the number one e-rig on the market. Go check it out I right mean, now. It's not marketed as number one, but it's number one in our hearts, and it should be number one on the market. And like, I never tried to <clears> peak, obviously, <throat> but after trying the Puffco pen, I wasn't impressed. So... My sister has the peak, mm. and she's got the new one, and it was shittier than the doctor. And I have yeah. the first gen. No, it doctor. was just as good. It was, it was, it was you know a little bit behind, but like it was all right, right? Well, I mean, the doctor is far <laughs> superior to Fuck it, dude. <laughs> Damn it! Fucking not even two episodes. What do you mean? <laughs> and they're gone. We just called one of their products. I just called their competitor shit. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, see, where are you? I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm not in nicotine land. <laughs> You're a piece dr- of shit. So you ever the been there? Yeah. What, what? Yosemite. No. Why, why, why are you, yeah, why are you wearing the shirt? Because it's style. False Valor. How can you get False Valor from a hey, national park? You, they you sell want, these na- in Coles. N- national in Park False Valor. You guys want to talk about False Valor? Oh, God, what happened? So can we talk about playing your part for a second? Is it kiddo? No. <laughs> um, so uh, I was in Boston this weekend. Oh, God. And at one point towards the end of my trip, I'm in the Boston Common. Okay, oh and naturally on a Sunday in August at the Boston Common, there's going to be Minutemen in the Boston Common a- kid. Am I in the Boston Common kid? Am I right? <laughs> there's going to be fucking Minutemen, right? Yeah, right. Because why wouldn't there be? No, right? Yeah, because it's the common. Because it's the common. Because it's fucking Boston. They're okay? on a minute's notice. So, <laughs> so yeah, this is where I go back to playing your part, right? I watched this Minuteman in full Minuteman gear buy a fried dough. What? That's breaking character. Yeah, Did can he we eat like, it in his immune system? Overloaded. Yeah, yes. powdered sugar would literally kill him. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I just like it's like if you are going to take on that role of dressing up like a fucking Minuteman for the entertainment and historical accuracy of the people of Boston, <laughs> my you should not be allowed to participate in modern amenities like eating fried dough. No, you're right. You should be eating like uh, cornstarch. That wasn't around yet. But they didn't they cornmeal, you're thinking cornmeal, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cornmeal, bone meal, steel fucking, cut oats. Yeah, you should be eating <laughs> fucking porridge and motherfucking cornmeal. That's right. Like you have no Bugs. excuses. Get your fucking ass back to old Ironside, you piece of shit. And just like some <laughs> green slop with some carrots inside it. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what they ate back then, you know? Gruel? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, times were tough. You're telling me. You should have smacked it out of his hands and just been like, where's your gruel? And I, I wanted to just, like, give this guy a piece of my mind. Because <laughs> it's like... You should have. No, because it's like, dude, you can't get away with this. You're not... You're, you would never see him again. Like, it's one thing if you want to, like, fire off a fucking musket or, like, you know sell a porcelain good or even have the wigs for some reason so this guy's in full wig full fucking tights full fucking g- knee socks yeah yeah you know he looks like fucking paul revere just fucking yeah farted just... out of his asshole you know <laughs> so it's like this guy has a role to play yeah, and that's it's... right i don't know i was really upset by the whole what thing. about all the young historically uh admir- uh, admirable ch- children that were out there who now don't believe in minutemen because yeah, he was setting a fucking terrible example. Yeah. There was a reason yeah. nobody was coming up to him and being like, oh, well. Thank you for your service. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for your fucking service. Exactly. 
and then of course like you, you know, should have dumped him into the harbor i i had enough of everybody at that point i was so peopled out <clears> by the time i got done with the trip you know because pookie's complaining about walking and <laughs> you know he, he of ma- course he makes a comment about his feet being sore so wait, i fucking wait. i spin around and i'm like wait a second like george washington didn't fucking wear three pairs of socks to cross the delaware in the middle of fucking christmas to fight the hessians so you could complain about blisters on your fucking feet did he drop dead right there because i would have yeah he was not he was like fuck up (laughs) 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 shit (laughs) that's a pookie answer what was the walk like i'm the last real colonist two blocks probably (laughs) it it, it was a 50 minute walk from uh the garden to the hotel you're trying to kill 50 minute walk yeah why didn't you hail a fucking uber guy because i was like it's a beautiful night everybody here could use the exercise oh no i i agree with you but like again to nate's point you're trying to kill the kid i knew he was capable of it all right all right no we got to push him because we love him well, exactly exactly you need to give him that little push give him something what? you know he'll be able to handle what part of the city was your hotel in not the part of the city that our event was in well obviously that's a given though huh yeah i know we stayed at an atrocious hotel i heard it was a broom closet. And, and I heard you paid top dollar for it as far as like motel prices no, for so weekends like, that, go. That was the like, you know, I'm going through. I booked the hotel like about a month ago and that was the cheapest hotel I could get. That was like within walking distance to the event. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, yeah. hyphens, what, quotation marks. What was there. the building like? Like it was a fancy done up building? Or? No. No. What borough were you? Not borough. I, like, I don't know. Just like away from the North End is my guess. Not pricey enough to be a North End like hotel, but you know, up there. But near the North End. Yeah. See, I've never gone up to that part of the city. And it's like, for starters, there's no bathroom in the room. So it's like, uh, how much where's the bathroom? It's uh, luckily we did get. So there's like six renovated bathrooms across is the hall. Is this a dorm room? It felt like a dorm room. So, like, our room was right across from the bathroom, so, like, that was cool. Okay. Was it, like, shared? Yeah. Everybody on your floor shares a six-bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's got a stall yeah. and a sink and, and a, a shower. shower. Yep. Oh, boy. Like, like college dorm room bathrooms. Yeah, and that's mm. legit what it was. So it's a fucking, like, it, s- s- the size of a supply closet, the fucking room. Was it a big building, though? It was a pretty big building. I yeah. bet you it was an old Boston college yes. building. It was a, for sure an old Boston building because, like, all the pipes are, like, visible in the walls. They're not, like, hidden or anything. Oh, yeah. There's, like, how many colleges in Boston alone? I mean, fuck, just the ones you can think of. There's like fucking 20. Yeah, I, at least I, five. I bet you yeah. more than anything, that's an old college building. Oh, yeah, somebody for turned sure. into Because that's what a hotel is. It's a dorm room. It's like right around. This is a mill. The same like, <laughs> that's right. spot, spot that Paul Revere like left. Yeah. So it's right around there. It's historic Boston cool. for sure. So all the buildings are fucking old. But this hotel, so when I had booked it, I knew that it slept three, and I knew that there was a king-size bed, but the pitcher had a couch, too. Ugh. Yeah. So, and, like, you know, it's a big bed. Four people could fucking sleep in it if they wanted to, whatever. So we get in there, and it's a fucking loft bed. Pretty gay. So there's fucking, like, there's a giant king-size, and then there's one single bed on top of that <laughs> bed. You got the top, I'm assuming. Did you think Pookie was climbing up to the top in the middle <laughs> of the night after, after drinking at the I garden? I don't think he's capable. Come on. Who do you think ended up at the loft? 
This fucking who do, guy. Who, who do you think ended up with their nose inches from the ceiling? This fucking guy. <laughs> I got lofted. <laughs> was it fun? No. Um, <laughs> he so paid a lofty price. I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it gets weirder, too. So, like, obviously, Uh-oh. like, th- this is the setup. The room's fucking weird. It's small. There's pretty much a bed and a... We- <laughs> there, there, so there's a bed. There's a little table in the corner with two shot glasses. And nice. then be- behind that, there's an ottoman with a safe inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the city. And, and then they gave us an ironing board and a little, like, uh, laundry bin thing. TV? Yeah. On the wall? Yeah, TV mounted to the wall. Okay. No remote. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Definitely a place you bring so, hookers to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no no bathroom, but we had a safe. I mean, you got what you need, right? And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> this is the weirdest part, though. So it, the, if you laid down on the king-size bed and you looked up, there's this painting built into the bed of a fucking sailboat, and it just says dream on. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it, it does. It does. And then uh, on the loft bed, the one where I slept, there's like this in-carved inlet into the wall that's got a charging port on it and shit, but it also has pictures of sailboats, and it just says love to love you, baby. Did Aerosmith like, fund this yeah, hotel it, room <laughs> to, to bang college girls? They, uh, I, uh, I got a text after checkout asking me to rate my experience <laughs> at, the, at the Revolution Hotel, and I gave it a zero out of five. Nice. <laughs> There's a coffee shop in the lobby, mm-hmm. and I, I woke up early after getting like two hours of really horrendous loft bed sleep, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking go get myself a Boston coffee. And I'm like looking at the website for this like small little mom and pop coffee shop that's in the lobby and it just says coffee that'll make you feel like you're back in p-town in the 80s what? i was like what what does that even taste like how gay does that, that taste like cock. yeah that's gotta <laughs> taste like fag cock right so but i'm like well i need a fucking coffee dude so i fucking go there pay four dollars for the worst tasting cold brew i have ever fucking had in my life well that was your first mistake the gays don't know how to make cold brew. No, God, no. But And there was no sugar station. Of course not. What kind of coffee shop doesn't have a fucking sugar station? Hipsters yeah, don't love like sugar. sugar. I thought the gays love sugar, right? The, the, <laughs> the gays love sugar, but hipsters don't. So what about gay hipsters? It's a gray area. Nobody knows. Yeah, it's a never ending battle. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I. Because then something gets too popular, and then they're like, eh, we yeah. can't. Because I knew I was buying f- coffee, and I said, okay, <laughs> if I'm going to buy f- coffee, the that least. can't I, be the title the, of next episode. It, it has to be. The, the least I can know. do is, bu- is put f- sugar in the f- coffee I just bought. Right. So, there, oh, there, there were no homosexual packets of Splenda to be found. There were no aspartame, I no mean, sugar, no sweeteners. You'd be sweeteners. pretty gay if you put Splenda in your coffee. Yeah. Sorry, boy. Can we get the applause? Yeah! <laughs> 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 All right! Yeah. I mean, the package is literally pink. No, I've never put Splenda in my <laughs> coffee, but the, uh, my whole point is that there was no sugar station. There was yeah, nothing no, I, to I be get fucking it. found. Lackluster coffee store. So it was still gay coffee. It just wasn't good tasting you, gay coffee. Would you say sugar brings out the taste in coffee? <laughs> and cock or coffee? Coffee. I'm Debatable. sorry, I'm just in a silly mood. 
That was but silly as all hell, dude. You're a silly hell goose. Maybe I just drank a little f- um, <laughs> So I used to put a bunch of sugar in my coffee, but like I started drinking black a couple of years ago and I haven't gone back because once you go to black, you never go back. That's yeah. the old saying. Right? I think they originally stated that for coffee and then people were like, no, they're, that, talking, that's about t- they're talking about black dick. They yeah, got to be right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I remember the day I stopped putting coffee or coffee, stop putting sugar in my coffee. Me and uh, Ricky were on a vacation. His mother was nice enough to take me on vacation with them. And we spent the first half of the week in uh, New Hampshire. No, we spent the first half of the week in Cape Cod and the second half of the week in New Hampshire. We had to come home for one day to pick up Ricky's brother because he was coming on vacation with us too, but he had to work the first half of the week. So we came back for a day and we went to Six Flags for that day to just break up the in-between. And we went to a diner that morning on our way to Six Flags. Long story short, me and Ryan both had two cups of coffee, but we had a full sugar shaker in front of us, like a diner sugar shaker. (laughs) That sugar shaker was empty after we both had two cups of coffee. This is like filling half your cup with Dude, a quarter it was, of it was that. disgusting. And after that day, I started noticing major problems with my teeth. And I'm not saying that that day is directly linked to my bad teeth, but like my sugar consumption, like I noticed it after that. You start feeling those teeth wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how most Americans take their coffee every single fucking day. Yeah. Just load it. Like, do you remember the milkshakes I used to make you and I used to tell you it was coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Those were milkshakes. Those weren't fucking coffee. Like, yeah, coffee was blended, but a majority of that, that liquid was Cold Stone Creamery Sweet Cream. And sugar. Yeah. No, no sugar. I didn't put any sugar in there. The was, sugar's already the in sugar's the sugar's in the yeah. cream. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's a lot of sugar in there. Yeah. If you <laughs> freeze one of those bottles of creamer, it's ice cream. Yeah, that would make sense. You shake it around. I got a bad habit of drinking out of those. Bro. I, I, I started this thing a couple years ago. I got a really bad problem with drinking coffee creamer right out of the fucking thing. You want to talk about a problem? My yeah. problem started when I was fucking two. I used to drink the little fucking creamers that you get at breakfast places. <laughs> but, well, yeah. And that's how it started. That's how I started drinking coffee so young, because I liked creamer, <laughs> and my grandfather could no longer justify letting me drink six of the fucking creamers. Uh, Alex, so- you're 18 now. You can't keep <laughs> drinking creamer packets. <laughs> <laughs> so at like three or four, he was like, I can't do this anymore. And, would, <laughs> and then ended up leaving the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he would put like six creamer packets in a cup, but then put a splash of coffee in there so that he could justify to himself that I was having coffee that wasn't actually coffee and I could keep drinking the creamer <laughs> and not throwing a fit at the fucking diner. Well, all these years later, I still love coffee. I just don't drink it every day anymore. I was the same way, except with the butter cups. <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> oh my god, you've been eating raw butter? Uh, How well, long? That shit stopped early too. Because <laughs> How early? Last month? No. <laughs> it all happened the day Nate's mom came home and he was eating a stick of butter and a stick of cookie dough at the same time. So she was busing at uh, IHOP. Oh god. And uh, she was like taking orders, seating people, and my family came by just to visit her at work. And... Um, 
I was like a little kid, like three or four, and I just opened up one of the packets. I was about to dip the butter in my ham. My mom's like taking someone in, and then she snaps her Nathan. head at me, and she's like, Nate! <laughs> she grabs my hand. Like, I've, I've only been told this story. She's like, grabbed my hand, smacked it out of it. <laughs> yeah, no more butter. <laughs> and you've never eaten butter from that day on? No, I've always been discouraged because I always felt like a force was coming. Yeah, so... <laughs> Damn, like, trauma I, butter. I got, yeah. a, I got a question then. When you, like, are hanging out with the boys on a nice warm summer night, you got a fire going and, you know, the grill's cooking and got some burgers on there and, and a nice piece of corn on the grill and garlic get, bread. get ready to... Is there gar- no, no, there's no garlic <laughs> bread. It's a cookout. I, know, I, I think he's going to make reference to the buttering of the corn. Yeah. Which is everybody's favorite part. Yeah. But so if you don't yeah, eat yeah. butter. Yeah. So No, I love buttered corn. So when you go to put that butter on your corn, do you just... Do you think your your mom? No, because I can. Does it smell like your mom? Does corn smell like your mom or, now? Or does butter smell like your mom now? I'm pretty sure my mom smells like ash, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sauteed up with a little butter. But uh, no, I don't get any reminders of that day. So like, I don't know. I just can't eat it anymore. But I got that's also question. just like a personal decision because <laughs> so like you're like looking at a stick of butter in the fridge and you're like if I, I do if I do this I'll get hit but I'll hit I, myself <laughs> some, but if I don't do this will I ever feel her touch again can't must it's one of those dilemmas I can't eat a stick of butter I must eat a stick of butter unless I, she's the Sandman from Spider Man no <laughs> it's not happening. Hmm. Because uh, she's sand right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was also gonna say. So, have you ever contemplated, you know, doing a line to your mom for her memory? No, because I don't do lines anyway. Yeah, I know, but, but she did. No, she shot straight into the arm. Oh, and nice. Have you ever made a Tinder girl slap butter out of your hands? Uh, that could be something. No, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah. Usually they stop after I bring that up. Yeah, I mean that's like a fourth date type of deal anyway. Yeah. You can't you can't just go right From off the fourth? bat with it. You, but yeah. You bring out the little butter. You dish. guys are getting four dates? No. God <laughs> no. I'm just saying hypothetically. I was gonna say hypothetically, if I was gonna like do something like that, I'd wait till it Yeah, fourth, fourth date. You yeah. bring out the butter dish and you're just like, hey. You wanna roll me around in this bad boy? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on the bed. We just gotta I got the corn costume <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> I was more thinking, like, just pretend you're my mother. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to get all sexual with the corn. Yeah, that was kind of gross. What can I say, man? <laughs> Wait, who's wearing the corn outfit? <laughs> it's for you to decide. <laughs> First question. I'm listening. Yeah, you're you're like you pulled it out of hey. your closet. It's like, hey, could you put this on? <laughs> yeah, it's like fir- first or second date, and things are getting really steamy after a really good dinner, and you guys are making out, and you stop, the dead stop, and you're like, hey, there's a there's a corn cob costume in my closet. <laughs> would you would you mind putting it on? Would you please? <laughs> would you would you? I can't finish. It's unless my you're wearing the colonel costume. I just want to pop you. <laughs> Would you would you be willing to put on a corn costume and roll around on a tray of butter that I placed on my mattress? 
please, I, I, please I, and thank you. I'm already, so lonely. I already put down plastic mats. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get anywhere. And, and just at this point, she's like, "What the fuck?" And, I, and you're like, "I love you." I, I, I try cleaning the costume from last time. It's clean. I promise. <laughs> but the last girl left. Please, please just just stay around. Just, stay. just stay. 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 Stay around long enough to let me no, butter please. your kernels. No, please just stay. <laughs> no, wait, please stay. No, wait, wait, wait. We can rethink this. You don't have to. I'll dress up as the corn. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the butter. <laughs> don't leave. I Did love you. you. I, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> Where do you go from there? <laughs> well, she really loves you. I mean, if she really loved you, she'd put on the corn costume. Is that, is that a fourth date thing or is that a tenth date? Whoa! I think that that depends on how fast like things what are, are moving. So what, the what do you do in the six between four and ten? All right, so let's pretend you're not a corn let's addict. Talk about the potential of dressing up like corn during sex. So you know, you're like, <laughs> hey, like it'd be pretty cool if we were like, you know, corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we've been banging a lot. I think you're really hot. You think I'm really hot. We clearly have this sexual spark <laughs> going on. I was just, you know, maybe doing a little bit of role play in the bedroom, switch things she's up. She's like, oh yeah, that sounds great. And yeah, she's like, do you want to be like a cop or like you'll be the headmaster and I'll, I'll be, be the, the dirty th- student? And he's like, well, no. Um. I, I want you to be the corn. And, and I'm going to be the farmer. And I'm going to be the butter. And, well... <laughs> wow, your skin is so sexy. <laughs> so bumpy and kernely. <laughs> so, so you're, like, getting harder. And you're, like, so, so kernely, <laughs> so buttery. <laughs> so yellow and juicy. <laughs> you're, like, licking your lips, and you're not even horny anymore. You're hungry. And she's like, that's my scale. <laughs> I, I bet it's sweet. <laughs> Can I can I can I please just boil you? Can I put some butter on it? Like <laughs> you you made her pet name Sweet Corn and she finally catches on to the true meaning behind it. Just calling your significant other Sweet Corn. <laughs> How can you never call me something normal like Sweetie Pie or Honey? It's like you're my honey, Sweet Corn. It means something to me. Ain't that my, something? My little cornbread. <laughs> my, my little kernel mama. <laughs> <laughs> A little popcorn gal. I can't figure out why I don't get laid. Hell of a Because <laughs> you're a corn addict. <laughs> Yo, am I a corn addict or am I a butter addict? You butter believe it. Well, that depends on how you like your corn. I mean, it, corn is the best buttered up. That's basically. <laughs> yeah. I don't know You're what like else justifying to tell you. your actions for. I mean, corn is corn is just the best. I, I put up. on the stupid fucking corn costume. And why, why are we doing this? Well, you know, I, I, I don't corn's know. best buttered up. <laughs> just just put the butter on. Come just, on, just, come on! You, you already, already got, got the corn costume. Yeah, you might as well put the butter <laughs> on too. I got the tray. I put the butter in the microwave. The least you could but do come, is just roll around. On. This is our thing. You this remember is that our work f- Christmas party you made me go to? I didn't want to be there. Just like you don't want to be here. Just put the butter on. <laughs> this is our dream. No, this is your dream. It's a corn dream. <laughs> I'm moving to Nebraska. Uh, today's you podcast is brought to you by Green Giant. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Green, Green Giant. Giant. The best bom, bom, bom. niblets on the market. That's right. Use code fucking niblet for 30% <laughs> off your first 50 Green Giant cans. Green this, Giant. this episode was brought to you by Land O Lakes, baby. Get that butter on everything. Salted, unsalted, it don't matter. <gasps> I mean, Just put I, it on your corn. I prefer salted butter. Who doesn't? Yeah. The only that. time I've ever used unsalted butter is for baking. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Have you, have you, uh, you'd like this. Have you tried like garlic butter? 
<laughs> I'm sorry I brought this up. Well, speaking of garlic bread. <laughs> You're well, always on this, but go ahead. Yeah, well, I feel like it would be good on garlic bread. That's garlic butter? Garlic butter on garlic bread. Like, you're just enhancing it. That's too much. You know how they mass produce garlic bread? Don't tell them. Oh. Don't ruin no, it for them. Who's going to tell them? Come on, man. Uh, um, so, so garlic butter is primarily used to create garlic, garlic bread. bread. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm saying, it should have been you your mother giving you that talk. The bread while you're oh, cooking. now you're just an addict. What are you, what are you getting on about? I Doubling love, the dosage, man. I love garlic. Okay. He loves Butter. bread. Okay. You know what? Texas toast does it good too. They have the cheese too. <laughs> yeah. Nate, wake up. <laughs> no, <laughs> what are you getting at? I'm, get, I'm daydreaming again. Sorry, folks. Um. Oh yeah, we never mentioned. Um. You got to check out the Doctor Dabit or at our uh, website fnbros.com. Oh, you are just all over the place. Well, we. Did not establish that. Well, we so could have got it at the end. We could restart. Yeah, but they won't yeah, let's watch Let's just start again. over. <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's just start over. The world can forget about that I'm going to cut thing. this little part. Let's just erase and I'm all 31 this episodes. Part at the beginning. Oh, wow. Can that's, you do that? That's, that's you, crazy thinking. It's like a Tarantino movie. Whoa! That, that's wicked Tarantino. Anyways, you're about to find out what corn means in <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes. A- anywho, enough about us. <clears throat> But I, I, I saw a fucking... I've never seen so many people crowding the streets of Boston at 2 a.m. That must have been... That's always a good time when you see that, when you're walking out the TD Garden. Tell the people why you were in the city. For those of you who don't know, UFC 292 in Boston was this weekend. Featuring this past weekend? This past weekend, featuring two title fights. Two title fights? Between. Two title fights. Oh, I don't pay attention. Um, The first <coughs> one... Uh, Weili Zhang was defending her title against some Brazilian bitch. I forgot her name, but she didn't win anyway, <laughs> so it's irrelevant. But the one I was there for was the main card. Was the male contender. Yeah, which was wow. Sean O'Malley trying to fight for the championship belt from Aljamain Sterling, three-time defending champ. And? Sean O'Malley knocked him the <laughs> fuck out. God damn. And... Everybody in Boston lost their fucking minds. For starters, nobody liked the former champ. I've never in my entire time of watching UFC for the past like six years seen a champion get booed. Everybody booed the fuck out of this guy when he got on stage. Do you oh. think that was just Boston? That's Boston. Or? I, I think that's definitely Boston, but there is like a universal disliking of this man. Yeah. So when the uh, contender got announced, Mr. Sean O'Malley, they were freaking the fuck out. Because they love, love their crazy white yeah, people. Yeah, you know, exactly. Who, exactly. Believe it or not, is a huge fan of the Dr. Dabber. He, by the he way, is. he's Use a giant affiliate fan. link at effingbros.com. Shout out to Sugar Sean. He Shout out to it. Dr. Dabber. He gets it. We're all connected. And you can get it too. That's right. At effingbros.com. Use our affiliate link for the Dr. Dabber. Also, check out everything else. But here's the thing, right? So because they're pay-per-views, right? ESPN and UFC, they do not post highlight clips on their social media pages. Mm. They never have. Doesn't matter the pay-per-view. It doesn't matter the knockout. This knockout was so fucking insane that they started posting it on the social media feeds. So you can watch it right now if you haven't seen it. Should I pull it up? Yeah, I, I, I recommend it. it because 
Do you get blood on you or what? I wish. I was <laughs> balconies, balconies, no, baby. No, I know, I know. If I wish I'd gotten balconies blood on me. Balconies always the best route. I like. I, I get it. Sitting up front would be really cool and all that, but like you wouldn't be able to see anything. You'd just see like caged. That's what I'm saying. Like netting, not like netting, it'd be cool you know to saying? get blood on me, but also yeah. pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a statement for sure. Like the one and only professional sporting event I've ever been to, I went to Gillette and we sat in the south end or like the visiting end zone top corner. And it was literally, it had to be the best view in the whole fucking stadium. I could see the entire yeah, field. Dude. dude, it was beautiful. Every time I've and been, I fell asleep. I've been to a, like three Bruins games, a Celtics game, a couple events at the garden. I've always had balcony seats and I've always been able to see everything perfectly. It really is a treat. It's they people sleep on it because they're not the most expensive sheets, but it's better. All right, so the first round's a little slow. They're feeling each other out, like nothing's really popping <laughs> off. That was a good timestamp right there. Oh, are we gonna watch the whole fucking fight or just the knockout? Yeah. So st- st- right. start here. So Do you ra- know what round it happened? Round two. So the same thing against Kamara Usman. Attack the. Yo, they both have colored hair? What yep. the fuck? So Sugar always has colored no, hair. No, I know he does. Ooh. Cosmo Wanda. Wanda knocking him out. Oh, my God. Hammering him. That must have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so the crowd was losing it for this. Damn. Everybody's on their feet at this point, I just waiting. Damn. Oh, fucking and Jesus. He's just laying hammers on this fucking guy, and he finally stops it there. <clears throat> wow. Come on, man. I'm fine. Yeah, a lot of some people called that an early stoppage, but if, I think it should have gotten stopped sooner, honestly. Yeah, because his head's just banging yeah, off like he had yeah. no defense right there, just flat on his back. Like you saw the hit that dropped him. That yeah. alone is enough to like come close that was to a stopping concussion. it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly <clears throat> what I'm saying. So this guy's cool as fuck. Smokes a bunch of fucking weed. Big Dr. Dabber user. So he's like, you know, walking around Boston with his fucking belt, smoking a pre-roll. Fucking awesome. Oh, so Joe was there. There oh, he is. Oh, yeah. I, I sent Nate a message. I was like, I'm 200 feet from Joe Rogan. You should have taken him out. <laughs> Johnny Damon was there. Of course he was. Because why wouldn't he be? Yeah, the crowd didn't man. boo him. They didn't boo him. They um, loved seeing him. Well, he's a Boston legend. It's just, at heart. Yeah. At, they they under, At the end of the day, a real Boston Red Sox fan understood <laughs> that he went there to get paid. Did Not you? because he hated Boston, but he went there to get paid. Yeah, no. Baseball contracts are ridiculous. Oh, I mean, yeah, the bankies. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Baseball makes stupid fucking money. It's literally every baseball kid's dream to play for the Yankees someday. Yeah. Literally <laughs> every single one of them. Because of the payday the involved. Big fat contract. It's like, even the lowest paid MLB player in the world still out earns 95% of the population. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. All they got to do is hit a ball. The worst Dude, the baseball player in the world. That boy makes more money yeah. than I do. Yeah. The guy sweeping the field makes more money than you do in with six lifetimes. That's big facts. The honestly, the landscapers for professional stadiums are immaculate. Like they deserve yeah. the money they get paid. And oh, they deserve one hundred percent. Know that about like the people at the garden that switch out basketball tiles with fucking ice. Mm. They well, deserve the money they make. Like the the landscaping knowledge needed to make the field look the way it does for the Super Bowl on a grass field if it's not on a turf field is like you need an actual knowledge of 
fucking agriculture to make a lawn look like that. Not to mention Fenway, because they have to make it a specific color. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's fucking crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, that, that, those baseball landscapers. Why do they do that? Do you know why they do that at Fenway? Specialty. Is it? Is it's, it? Does it match the green monster? Is that what it is? I don't. I don't think so, right? Because the green monster is like a dark green. Yeah, no, they don't. They definitely don't match because like the field is a lot lighter in color. But I don't know. Someone gets it down to the science and does it because Lenny Clark's house. He had the landscaper go to his house and get him that uh, Fenway grass. Yeah, Fenway grass. Fuck it. Do you remember the first time you fell on turf? No. Did you ever play on a turf field? Not too much because we were always playing in dirt. Have you ever gotten turf burns? I think from soccer. Turf burns fucking suck. I remember the first time I played on a turf field. We went to Auburn. I was a freshman and I went with varsity to go to the Auburn game. I didn't play that game, but I got launched over the fucking sideline by Jake Ryan. He was the senior running back at the time, and he was just coming way too fast down the sideline, and he came right to our fucking sideline. And I just didn't move, and he bodied me over the fucking uh, water table. I took out all the water jugs. I was soaked. It was December. It was freezing. I'm a lineman. I'm not allowed to wear an undershirt. That sounds like a scene in an Adam Sandler movie. Dude, it was fucking ridiculous, but I got turf burns from that. Holy shit. Yeah. A rough business. Isn't it like extra hot and like... I don't know. There's like a certain texture to it when, yeah. on a hot day. When yeah. You're like when, it, when it's hot outside, it's fucking... It's, Plastic grass. And I, yeah. I feel like when it's cold outside, it's like frozen cement. It, that's exact. It sucks falling on turf yeah. in the winter. Because, hmm. I, like I said, I feel like it's like fucking landing right on cement. I would, it's so hard. I'd rather jump from the bleachers with no pads on onto a grass field than have to play on a turf field in winter. Amen <laughs> to that, brother. Can we get an applause? Oh, God, yeah. 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 <laughs> well said. Well said. Anyway, sorry. That's my rant. Football days. Yes, sir. Football we should have like days. a little theme song. <laughs> Bring up one of those. Football days. Yes, like football days. If I could go back to high school, hypothetically, I'd join all the sports. Yeah. And just be a winner. This was a football town, so yeah, was. that was the only way to get like some real recognition. If I theoretically could go back in time and do it over again, I would play a different position and I wouldn't have given up on the wrestling team. Yeah, I would have, like, taken care of my body and become a tight end. In a different life, I would have been a lacrosse champion in a with different, a scholarship. In a different life, you're a lacrosse coach. That's a big fact. In this life, in you're a lacrosse life, coach. In this life, I could be. Let's go. It's not too late. You can do it. It's not too late. My favorite football coach got fired from Northbridge <laughs> Public Schools because he got caught smoking pot with the lacrosse team. Oh. But that's so cool, though. Like, smoking with Coach? Yep. God damn, I wish. What a fucking honor. Damn. And he never came to any of our away games. He was only there for home games because (laughs) he was a night teacher at BVT. He taught adults who wanted to better their lives at BVT. So he was never there for our away games because he had to be at work to teach people how to not be losers anymore. And then, you know, got fired for smoking pot with a bunch of kids. He was doing something right, though. <laughs> like, those kids probably played a little harder, you know? Oh, they yeah. Got their trust. 
fucking solidified in that one little smoke session. I'm pretty sure we won a championship across that year. Hey. Did it for coach. The formula. Because <laughs> it's like when you're smoking weed with the man that coaches you, you get deeper inner perspective levels. It's like smoking with pops. Yo, exactly. <laughs> it's, and, a, it's a mentor thing. And his wife is Native American, and like lacrosse is a Native American sport. And dude, this guy's like the Phil Jackson of <laughs> lacrosse. Yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. It was it was a crazy story to bear witness to. He could have been the greatest. What a life, huh? He looked like a washed up old Eminem. <laughs> I'm so serious. He wore the fucking knit cap in the middle of the summer. He wore mm. fucking fingerless gloves in the middle. Of, dude. That's just like that's real thin I, or? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that's oh what I want to be when I grow up. It's just a washed out Eminem. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I've ever aspired to. He always looked like he just barely made it on time to shave. Like, you know how like five o'clock shadow gets real bad after like five o'clock? Oh, on yeah. people that can grow <laughs> beards like like your brother. Yeah. He, he, he could have shaved 20 minutes before coming to practice. He always looked like he was like ready to just force a beard out of his face. God, that's some crazy. real stubble. I wish I had that type of stubble. I mean, dude, I, I got that little baby blonde hair stubble. I shaved my like this part on Friday night and it was all back by Saturday night. Good God. You yeah. are a bullshit. It grows so fucking quickly. There's nothing you can fucking do about it. Have you ever tried to grow your beard out like your brother? Yeah, it's not possible. It's not? Well, I, I mean, mean, it is, but it would take a lot of time. Well, I mean, but and like... he looks like the Taliban. But he's always yeah, been able to grow fact. it fast. Yeah, it's a fact. And I can grow mine fast, but mine doesn't grow that exact way. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is that, like, he's red and he just looks like a berserker, but yeah. I look like a Saudi when I grow <laughs> yeah, my beard yeah. out. Yeah. A bomb jockey. Yeah, yeah. Fucking camel jockey. You look jockey. just like me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I can think about is... Because that way, like if, if you look at pictures of me from like sophomore year, like you're like, what's the difference between that and the guys that took over the plane on 9 11? Absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I look like I got a box cutter on me and my bag's ticking. It's you do up. have a box cutter on you Shh. and my bag's ticking, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Where were you on 9 11? Uh, New York City. Oh, why? Well, why? Well, why? 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 No business. <laughs> I was on a plane, actually. Yeah, no kidding, huh? Uh, obviously, like, the thing about Boston is that a lot of people, like, try to harass you on the streets. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll come to up to you. Hand just... you papers, ask you for cigarettes. I had a, a rabbi come up to me. He was like, are you Jewish? <laughs> I, I was like, not today. He was like, what about your friend? Is he Jewish? I'm like, not today. He's like, what about tomorrow? And I'm like, nope, get nope. the fuck out of here. Why didn't... You should have seen what the crazy rabbi wanted. I you know. I know what the crazy rabbi wanted. What did he want? He wanted to convert me to ah, Judaism. That's what he was going for. I thought he was trying to find like a, a non-going. I need a Jew. Term. Yeah. Where <coughs> is a Jew? I need. <laughs> have you seen that meme? And it's like home, homeless guy trying to talk to me, and he's like Nathaniel Boucher, and you will die on this date from this. And you like take out your earphone, and you're like, sorry, bro, I got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Is that how you felt though? Yeah Okay 
And then I had I had some psychic reading lady tried to hand me a pamphlet, and I just kept like swerving out of the way to avoid pamphlets and shit from fucking street vendors. Oh yeah, if they see you pull out cash, they'll like present their stuff to you, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, twenty twenty. because if like they see a twenty dollar bill, yeah. they'll say it's like, and then it's just like a cheap wooden plastic necklace that they give you. I think I think my favorite thing about the city though is that like you you do have people selling actual merchandise and you got plenty of people like playing instruments with their like instrument cases open expecting you to put money in. But do you remember when we went to Freedom Rally last year and when we're like we're fucking walking the around. greatest performer of all time? I, I've never wanted to give somebody money more in my life. So this this chi- <laughs> this old, this old Chinese woman is asleep on a bench and next to her not even a bench, just like one of those pull out. Yeah. Lawn yeah, chairs. Yeah, she, she's asleep in a fucking lawn chair, and she's got a fucking radio playing traditional Chinese music, and a tip jar with loaded with money. <laughs> <laughs> Just a cup, it, a little bucket filled with change and <clears throat> dollar bills. It, it was funny that she was asleep. It was funny that traditional Chinese music was playing. <laughs> the funniest part was that there was money in that tip jar, and not just a little bit, a lot of fucking money. All this lady did was sleep and play traditional music. And the music wasn't even that loud. It was just like a little... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like traditional... You know the one? Just... You know... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm being extra racist this episode. I, I feel like when you see a cup filled with money and you see the person sitting there, you just kind of assume that they're homeless or they're struggling and they need it or whatever. Or they're a hustler. <laughs> and if you put that dollar into the cup when you already see dollars in the cup, one man will go, he doesn't need my dollar. He's got dollars right there. But another man will go, this dollar could be the dollar that changes everything for him. Yep. And that's Mr. Beast. My favorite. <laughs> Shut up. No one cares. Yeah, my absolute Everybody favorite is, is the guy that panhandles on Mass Ave and he pulls in like 8K a week. This guy, this guy does not work. This guy, uh, I mean, to be fair, I guess if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But <laughs> this, this, guy, this guy just runs up to cars making a money. scene about... <laughs> needing money. Yeah. He doesn't say he's homeless. He yeah, doesn't he's say like, I his just family's need, in I danger. Just need it. He just says he needs money. And people just pay him. Pulls in like 8K a week. There's a bald headed Vietnamese man who waits on uh, one of the exits in Worcester. I think I know the one you're talking about. You like walk just, out in front of your car and he'll just look at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, you gotta like swerve around him. Yeah. Yeah, he will stand in the middle of the lane sometimes. <laughs> but like Jesus Christ. But he'll walk up to your window, he won't say a thing, and he'll just look at you. <laughs> I got nothing on knocked. me. He has not. <laughs> and I thought, just, don't, I, just don't look at him. Don't look at him. If you don't look at him, he won't. He won't ask you for money. I, <laughs> when, I, when I used to think of like homeless marketing, I thought like your pitch was always like you know you'd put a, a somber story. I just lost my house. My wife left me. My kids are <laughs> fucking aborted. I need money. I'm struggling. But half these people don't even put in that effort. They just get paid to look homeless. No, this guy was just a blank stare. It's like a <laughs> yeah. soft knock on the window, and then have you, just onto the next car. After have you ever seen a off. homeless person with a cash app thing on their sign? No. That's next that. level. I love that. I, I love saw that. that shit in Burlington all the time. <laughs> oh, sorry, we don't have cash on us. Perfect. I got a cash app. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a businessman. That's not a homeless man. See, like, people don't understand the hustle. Like, people go to their jobs and they think that they're good at saving money or whatever, but crackheads are the real hustlers. Oh, my God. Have, oh has a crackhead ever gone a day without smoking? Nope. nope. Do you know why? Because they, they hustle. hustle. <laughs> they fucking hustle because they need crack. And are you going to let a crackhead hustle you? Yeah. So I, Catalytic I converters aren't going to steal themselves. No, it's a big... Someone if tried. you love what you do, are you really working? That's what I... Yeah, exactly. I, my neighbor upstairs, she uh, caught one of the guys trying to steal my grandmother's catalytic converter. He just like had some stuff to the side, and she yelled down to him, and she was like, "Hey, what are you doing down there?" And he pokes out from under the car, and he's just like, uh, "Nothing. Leave me alone. I'm just looking. I dropped <laughs> <I'm just something. laughs> <looking. laughs> I can't find my contacts. So obviously, we called the cops, and like. Um, like prior to that, she heard like the saw going on it. I don't think any damage was done. And he just like, they were staking out at this condemned house that's up the road from me, just sleeping in one of the abandoned cars, hmm. stealing catalytic converters because that's the hustle nowadays. Folks. Yeah. Over near my job, fucking, there were a team of like five or six, like 16 to 18 year old kids that were coming from like the city over to our area because we're like 35 minutes from the city limits mm -hmm. but we're far enough away where no one's going to connect people from boston to fucking newton mm -hmm. and newton is where they have all the nice like everyone where i work is filthy fucking rich yep and they just they got i think nine catalytic converters in one fucking night came back two weeks later got another couple and then just kept coming back. They would let it die down and come back. Let it die down and come back. God. Uh, yeah. Th apparently, it's like a big crisis. But see, I don't. I don't see a point in writing up a resume and <laughs> learning real world skills and trying to apply for salaries and things when like that. When you can that. sell plasma. And exactly. When literally people are going to pay me for my cum and my shit <laughs> and my catalytic converters. See, if you want to stop the stealing of catalytic converters, you just make the sale of them. You just, okay, where's your fucking registration for this catalytic converter? Where's the vehicle that comes with this catalytic converter? Oh. Uh, no, then I'm not buying it. I'll go to the next guy. Uh, he's not buying it either. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you want it. That's just not how the uh, economic ecosystem yeah, works, I, though. Yeah, I, I know. You know, because everybody's got to benefit from some side for yeah, an order to I keep know, going. I know. There's always going to be a Tony Soprano somewhere stealing catalytic converters. You go to Walmart. <laughs> you're at the cash register. <laughs> like, you just place a catalytic converter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, you never know. Like, I, I had acquired, like... <laughs> 30 catalytic right, no, I, I gotta be careful with how I word this so I, I had acquired like 11 broken iPhones mm. and they all had Apple locks on them but I tried recycling them at a phone ATM and, and? They, they took my picture and fucking made me run my ID uh -huh. and like they put the like cops on the line uh -huh. just in case because they were like look like these phones like have locks on them uh -huh. from Apple IDs that can only be unlocked by whoever had the phone originally. Yeah. So it's like if you can track down who originally had the phone, but uh, the way the deal worked out, I had no way of knowing who had owned any of these phones uh, previously. So did they buy the phones? Or? No, I, I dipped. 
Oh, I got that, the fuck out of there. Well, they they have your ID and info. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was years ago, though. Nobody's asked about it. Things have been clear. I noticed one of those phone ATMs for the first time the other day. Yeah, no kidding. I no. thought it was a new thing. Yeah, they've been a thing for a while now. Huh. They don't pay well. I bet they don't. Depends on what you bring them, though. Yeah. Uh, when I when I arrived initially, I was thinking big payday, big play, big money. Here we go. But cuffs. But yeah, what it ended up being was a potential arrest. Oh boy. Avoided though. Here we are now living the fucking dream. <laughs> I'm not collecting money in the streets of Boston with traditional Chinese music or tapping on people's windows and car lanes, but <laughs> hustling still, hustling harder than crackheads. We're still out here grinding, everyone. And Ep- you should be too. Episode 32, where are you? Coming up. Coming up. C- coming up. My favorite thing from Boston, though, because obviously, like, when you're in the city... you that dirty water. It, it, <laughs> yeah, or the Carolines are sweet and the water is dirty. Yeah. While Boston, you're my home. Um, <laughs> can we get the applause real quick before I go on? Thanks. Um, so, you know, you're in the city. You see a weird bunch of people. And one reason I like the city is because I, I tend to be a menace in public. And I do weird <laughs> and crazy things. And everybody's looking at me all funny. But when you're in the city, nobody gives a fuck. Because it doesn't all... matter how crazy and weird you are. There's somebody crazier and weirder than you two blocks away. So I saw this one guy. And I don't, he looked like he was on something or off something. <laughs> if you catch my drift. It makes and sense. This dude is rollerblading around just wobbling back and forth, carrying two trash bags behind his back. Here's my favorite, though. There is that guy, but it's fucking... It's like five... Maybe six, six at night. We're like, you know, walking around the north end. We haven't gone to the garden yet, but we're getting there. And this fucking homeless guy is walking around with a backpack, and he's got two speakers in his, like, back pockets of his backpack, and he's blasting music. (laughs) And he goes over to, like, a group of nine girls that are, like, taking pictures of one another and dancing. And he starts, like, partying with them. (laughs) And all the girls are like, yes, homeless guy, yes! (laughs) Slay, homeless man! No way. Quite entertaining. I'm sure it was. You're like, like, I don't see that Did Poopy try to give him a dollar? No. This guy didn't... (laughs) See, this guy wasn't panhandling for money. This guy knew what he wanted, he and it wasn't handling for vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so he went to where the vibes were, which was a bunch of, you know, like, 20-year-old girls. Gross. Started partying. Yeah, like, this guy's bald. He's got a hunchback. He's got two speakers in his backpack, and he just starts bobbing. But he's nice. Yeah, he starts beeping around. He sees just past puberty titties, and he just freaks the fuck out in the streets. Yeah, it was one of those moments. Moments. It was a it was a bean town moment for sure. That's pretty sick. I saw. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that like the coolest thing you've ever heard? No, Wicked piss <laughs> no. <laughs> In Somerville, I'm on this job site and I'm going to the convenience store on break, and uh, there's like a train terminal there that. Fucking uh, hated that job site. You n- you never saw it. I know. I hated it because I never got to go there with you. It was it was the pipe job, right? Yeah. yeah, I was jealous of that job. Plumbing company. Yeah, I was jealous. Yeah, I hated that site. God no. But um, there was a guy just standing outside the terminal, and on his feet were chained up 
And he just had like iron blocks <laughs> just taped to his feet. What was it a sex thing or like? I wanted to ask him, but he walked away too fast. <laughs> you couldn't keep up with a man with iron, iron blocks on his. He was, and he just like clank, clank, clank. Have you have you have have you seen the episode of Naruto with Rock Lee when he fights Gara? And he takes the ankle weights off. Yeah, and he just becomes fast as lightning. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> That's, that guy's doing. I love it because like, <laughs> I, I watch uh, like a dude walking another dude on a leash. And you obviously, like you, you look at them kind of perplexed. But then they look at you like you're the one acting out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, Were you in you, like, Portland You're this in the weekend? wrong. You did something. Yeah. No, I was in Boston. Yeah. Boston. Well. But uh, as you know, or don't know, maybe you know, certain parts of Boston are, how do I say this, really fucking gay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to Provincetown? I know it's not Boston, but holy shit. I've been to Provincetown one time, and it was the gayest thing I've ever seen. I went to Rainbow Crosswalks. Buddy, I went there during Pride Month. Brutal. Years ago. So, yeah, I went in April after a Like when they were still fighting for rights to get married and stuff, I went there then. That That was on the same vacation that I poured all that sugar in my coffee, actually. That's the hot point of where all this wokeness fucking exploded from. Ricky wouldn't fucking walk next to me that whole time we were down there because he thought people (laughs) thought we were gay. The the homosexual epicenter of the world, (laughs) Provincetown. (laughs) Yep. Mike. Yes. Yes. I mean, Portland's for everyone. That's all the alphabet. Tell That's that to people that try to move there that aren't from there. Yeah, I mean, they'll make place. They'll find a home. <laughs> tell, tell that to a Republican that for some reason wants to move to fucking Portland. He's got something going on. <laughs> he's got he's either fetish. a closeted gay or he's a closeted furry or a closeted black man. He's probably into the, like that choke porn and yeah, just like I auto, feel, I feel what, like what God, auto. we are all over the place tonight. I feel like if you're a senator, you're kind of obligated to be in a choke porn. Can we get the applause? Yeah, like that autoerotic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a power thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But a lot of times, like, yeah, all right, autoerotic. Yeah. Like, like people in government will hold like powerful positions where they like rule people with an iron fist, but then like their sexual appetite is like they want to be like tied up and just like thrown around and choked, and it's kind of like <laughs> weird because you're like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, no, never mind. No, what? No, I can't. Spill the beans. No, go ahead. We've talked about some pretty touchy stuff this episode. What's stopping you from preaching your mind? I already lost it. So <sighs> that's what nicotine will do to you. Yeah. Fucking addict. You need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want one of these to like take home? No. And just <laughs> <laughs> no. Just to have. Uh, I'll come back. I'll look gray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just wait till you start feeling sick twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had one lying around for a while, and I said, as soon as this goes out, I'm just gonna chuck it in the trash can. And guess what? <laughs> yeah. Have you been holding on to it? No, it, it just didn't go out, and then I had to throw it away. He's just. The, he's just been looking. He's just been staring at no, it. No, it's like it, it's in a it's in the it's in trash a pile. <laughs> Makes him sweat. It's in the trash pile. Makes me sweat. In the ocean. Makes me sweat so Some bad. fish is ripping on it right now. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
The fish get. I mean, are you saying that you dump your trash into the water? No, I'm just saying that's <laughs> where it ends up. Oh. Are you saying that the solution to ocean pollution is nicotine? Yeah, because that's yeah. controversial as hell. I mean, I respect it, but it's a bold take. More fish on Nick. Yeah. I bet you there's nicotine in seaweed. I, I want to, like, be a protester. <laughs> I want to be a protester for, like, an issue I completely made up that doesn't exist, but I want to rally enough people to, like, get behind the cause. So that you can turn around and be like, you guys are fucking idiots. Y- yeah, so, like, it starts with, like, stop nicking out the fishes. Fish have <laughs> rights. Fish have rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, something and, vital, like, stop burping babies. Yeah, and it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, something completely in, like, conspiracy that nobody's fucking heard of, but it's, like, clearly a big deal. So the philosophy is that I make it into a big deal, get a bunch of followers, and then, like, take the movement on my shoulders for the next five years and get to, like, Congress about it, get them to, like, pass a law to, like, solve this issue, and then turn around and be like, you guys are the most gullible pieces of fucking shits I've ever fucking protested with. (laughs) And what do you gain from that? We all have fantasies, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> all our, I mean, you want somebody to dress like corn so I you can murder them. That's not me. Nate wants his mother back. We all have things that aren't going to happen yeah. that we want. Yeah, that's fair. And your dreams can come true at, at uh, fnbros.com. Where you can where find t-shirts and all full episodes and bonus clips. And links to the greatest smoking apparatus known to man. Uh, all coming to the website because we just promised a lot there yeah it'll be uh, there the next time you look at it uh but our affiliate link is there buy something from dr dabber dr dabber oh the doctor we fucking love it um get yourself some fucking merch we got t-shirts we got coffee mugs we got hats everything you need everything you fucking need more stuff coming soon we love you thanks for coming out yes bye thanks guys love y'all yes